what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of all things super i am one of your hosts spider i am joined by my wonderful co-host mr vip frankie washington how are you doing today sir i can't hear you <laughs> i don't know what's going on what is are you saying something Let me i am check saying hello to the uh, world <laughs> what's, what's going on man how are you doing Oh, I am awesome as always. I just want—I couldn't hear. If that was the question, I had an answer pre-ready in case I had a feeling that was the question. <laughs> was be, that I, I wasn't certain. Uh, I am awesome, sir. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. I am doing wonderful. That's a uh, lovely shirt you have I on know, there. It sir. is an amazing shirt. It, ATS, that logo. Let me move the microphone out of the way. The ATS uh, representing. Oh, that's a nice looking little. <laughs> Uniformity. For, for our audio listeners, I apologize, but you got to go check out the video. Go to YouTube, look at the video, well, search all things super. Been, check out the. We've been seeing that for a while, so you check know. Out the, get, the, get the, the drip. Full... Right? Right. You got to check the drip. It's so, it's, the drip. it's so drippy. It's so, it's so drippy. <laughs> I can get away with that. It's so drippy. It's so it's, drippy. It's almost nasty. This how drippy it is. It's, it's right there. It's so drippy. It's so drippy. It's almost gross. Exactly. It's almost like, ugh. Like, that's nice. too much. It's too ugh. much. But it's, 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 it's right there. It's I want right it next there. to me, but not on me. But it's on me, baby. <laughs> you see it. ATS. It uh-uh. Now nah, it's too much. Oh. The all things super clap. You as well. <laughs> the all things super clap. So much y'all know y'all get in the club. He's like, where that come from? We gotta represent but if you didn't know this is all things super where every week we come and we join you and we talk about movies tv shows trailer and we review we react we recap we talk about all these things as related to the superhero genre and for this episode we are talking about moon knight episode six episode six the show as a whole we're gonna wrap it all up we're gonna talk about moon knight and we are going to ask the question as we always do. Moon Knight, is it super? Is it? Is it? Is it? No, for real. Is it? Is it? <laughs> but we're going to find out. So let's talk about, we'll talk about episode six and then we'll talk about the show as a whole. Episode six, uh, which was titled episode six for whatever strange reason. I was confused by that. <laughs> I was so meta of them. <laughs> you had different names. You had you had summon the suit. You had asylum. You had all those other kind of names and everything. Episode six was just episode six. But um, so we 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 talked about how we this is a six episode series. How there was so much going on. How they kind of had to wrap it all up for this being the final episode and wrap it up. They did it. I'm not gonna lie, it was rushed. The entire episode, they they brought everything together for a, a climactic ending. It 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 had some good moments. I will say that it had some good moments, but overall the episode, and which was a fear of mine, it was just that it didn't it didn't it wasn't a strong landing. It wasn't a strong landing. Uh, Mr. VIP Frank and Washington, what were your thoughts on episode six? Oh my God. Let me just say, I've been consistent the whole way through with saying that Moon Knight is missing some beats mm -hmm. and it should, it shouldn't have missed a lot of beats because they had a lot of great source material to go with. And in a sense, they, they hit a lot of things, right? But I said, I did call this one and you can go back where you watch the tape. Because I'm pretty accurate when I said Moon Knight's gonna lose. And in a way, he kind of did. He did not stop Hammond from coming back. She definitely came back. She was full swing, absorbing a lot of souls. A lot. 
all those little purple lights that was a soul and a soul and she was growing i'm like the hero did not save the day at all he is dead <laughs> now on a more personal note yes mark battle and and we already seen that he gave himself permission to let go and to heal and again he made it to the field of reeds and could not rest easy knowing that his other ego steven sacrificed himself which again plays on the mind because it's in your mind. It's not, he's not real. Right. So, who did you leave the field to read for? Like, essentially, Stephen was already there in your mind. You could have just put him there again in your mind, and, and there was no loss. But again, story wise, you went back for Stephen, which was heartfelt in the sense that you, you've made yourself whole, but you've made yourself whole when you balance the scales. Right. When you gave yourself permission to let go, you already felt the the grief long enough. He essentially for forgave himself. For your mother passing. So us coming together again to put the heart in the hand, what was this about? We had already established we've forgiven ourselves forgiven ourselves and we're moving on. We're we're going to the field of reeds. This is where we need to go. Oh, I gotta go back. Gotta save the world. You already lost. <laughs> you already lost. You were lost in when you were in the boat going to the field of reeds or going to the end to get judged again or however that was going to work because you were being judged then. Your scales didn't balance, but we were still on our way to get judged. Um, I guess I'm nitpicking now, but at the same time, once they balanced, you went to the field of reeds. Now you got to come back to save the world. But you should have been trying to come back already. I mean, wasn't that the reason that we turned the boat around to come back? We got back. They were, they were they were they were turning the boat initially. They were trying to buy some more time to get their scales balanced. They had to go through that whole like trip down memory lane in order to so figure we're doing out. Donuts in the sand. We're doing, we're doing donuts in the sand. I mean, it was I mean, really it was sand. really no no like point destination. Show. Yeah. They got souls dying and you're doing donuts in the sand? Come on, man. He's trying to save himself, but he couldn't do it. And that's when Steven fell off the side, but that's when it was balanced. And the thing about it was, like you said, it was the fact that his soul was balanced because he didn't have that inner turmoil anymore. He talked to Steven. Steven allowed Steven realized that he was manifested based off of his grief and sort of sheltering his own mind to not deal with the abuse that he was getting from his mom and now that Steven was able to talk to Mark and say look you were a kid it's not your fault there wasn't really anything that you can do and you don't have to blame yourself for everything that your mother put you through and they came to that understanding Mark forgave himself Steven came to understand it was like I'm not a separate entity from Mark Mark is me I am Mark and that's when he started you know getting that those combat skills and that's what got them balanced it just so happened that steven happened to fall off the side of the boat but like I, you said i want to question that i want to challenge mm -hmm. that i want to challenge that let's go back and look at it the way that steven came and tackled the sand guys sand right. demons i'm just calling them sand demons the way he tackled the sand demons off of the boat how Mark actually stood up and raised up like he flipped them over. Mm. I thought that was interesting because did Mark flip them over or did Stephen knock them over? And it's just one of those ambiguous questions that you're going to have to ask yourself because again, Stephen's not real. Right. But it's all in the mind. But right. it's all, again, this whole show has been a whole trip on the DID narrative. On that note, I think they did a perfect job of explaining DID yeah. and how it showcased and affected. But as far as a superhero story, I want to say it's super, but I can't say it's super for me personally because you didn't really save the day. You ended up um, trapping Ahmed inside of, what's his name? Um, Harold. Arthur Harold, yeah. Harold. Arthur Harold and then turning around and killing Arthur Harold, uh, which effectively which, killed yeah. Ahmed. But just like you said, it's not before she had already consumed a bunch of souls. Yeah, and at the same time, she's a god. She, you just killed her avatar. You didn't kill her. 
So well, the, way, from... the way that they framed it was that they trapped the avatar and they trapped her inside, inside of her, her avatar. Her, so him. once they killed him, they effectively killed her, which doesn't make sense because she could just manifest himself and then, you know, take over another avatar. But like you said, the way that they and framed even, it in the even show. If you trap her in, even if you trap her into him, doesn't that make him a demigod? Should've. So Should've. why was he even in the, the mental hospital? even in the mental hospital? Like, where are we going with this? What are we doing? Like, what, like, what are we saying with this? Like, you didn't save the day. <laughs> you can't, like, you, they didn't show those souls going back. No. They never no. showed those souls going. So these guys are dead. Yeah. So you came to kind of save Layla. But again, I said this. Layla didn't need saving. No. She accepted a temporary contract with uh Tamarat. Tamar- Tamarat. Thanks for that. I'm gonna butcher that. <laughs> the More than god. I did so. The hippo god the hippo the goddess. The hippo goddess. Hippo goddess. The hippo goddess. With the with the ears. With the ears. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she made sure that she caught y'all attention. Um so she became an avatar on a temporary basis, and she's cool enough that I think that she's not going to try to, you know, keep Layla. But mm-hmm. I think Layla might be on. I think Layla might want to keep that. Want to keep that exactly? Because they asked her, "Are you an Egyptian superhero?" It's like, like, "Yes, I am." Goddamn right, I am. <laughs> Goddamn right, I am. You see, you see these wings and these swords, and she looked amazing in the outfit. She looked and, incredible. I would say that out of for episode six, Layla was the highlight because uh, in comic books, uh, the Scarlet Scarab is uh, the Egyptian superhero. Well, Egyptian originally was like an anti-hero turned superhero or whatever, and so that's what everyone's uh, assuming that Layla is. She's now the Scarlet Scarab. Um, but yeah, she looked amazing. The costume was great. The she honestly, she looked like she had been preparing for that her entire life like how when steven not mark but when steven donned the the mr knight persona how he was like fumbling around he didn't know what he was doing layla got her suit got her powers and he hit the ground running like she had been doing that no no explanation needed she shielded herself with the wings and everything and flying through the air no explanation needed but she looked great she looked great how you let your wife be more super than you? This goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> she she has, she has never needed saving through no. this whole show. No, she's been self reliant, self sufficient, self efficient. She's taken. I'm not even gonna say she killed that dude, but I know he can't. He can't do the pepper scene <laughs> like like he used to. He can't. He can't, he, he, might, you he know, can't haul him shake no more. He can't haul him shake no more. <laughs> This is what I sound like after five years. Now, why do I stop? But uh, she didn't need no saving. She yeah. saved herself. So she's very capable. So you didn't save your girl. <laughs> you didn't save the souls that were eaten. You didn't defeat Ahmed. You just trapped her. Don't get do? me wrong, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange trapped Dumamu in 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 the time loop. Yeah, Doctor Strange is super. So I mean, but Doctor Strange was able much. to Doctor Strange was able to reverse time and bring everybody back or repair the destruction that repair the destruction that Dormammu's uh, acolytes or whatever they were caused. You didn't see Moon Knight, Doctor Knight, make the sky dance and do the, do the <laughs> all that. Moonlight. All that did was draw the attention <laughs> of the rest him. of the gods that got him. Uh, that didn't even save anything. All that did was <laughs> them rewinding the night. First of all, it got Kanshu trapped in his shop tea, so he was stuck. Took the powers away from Stephen and Mark. All that did was point them to Ahmed's tomb, to where they got to the tomb, and Mark got shot. So rewind in the night. All it did, all it honestly, all that did was point Harrow to where he needed to go, and then allow Harrow to get out of Shopti and end up releasing her. Oh, he did all. All he did was help the bad guy out. 
Goddamn moonwalk was the shit. Michael, Michael Jackson do a better moonwalk. Michael Jackson do the best moonwalk. You should have let Michael Jackson save the day. Because I wanted to see that. This moonwalk, come on, man. And it's a shame, too, because you got these great talented Oscar Isaac and, and, and Ethan Hawke and, mm-hmm. and bringing just everything they can to bring these characters to existence when you have a storyline that's just kind of all over the place. Yeah. We've already came to the consensus of we're together now. Now, I will say this. One of the coolest fight scenes to have the transitions, and Mm -hmm. I do want to admit this. The transitions in this show, and I wanted to say this for a long time, but I was hung up on a lot of stuff. The transitions in this show are number one. The way they move from this spot to this spot. Not not taking more from... Mark to Steven, yeah. No, not no. To take him from Mark to Steven to Egypt. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that was the only bad transition because he was like, where are we going? He's like, you already know. And next thing you know, they were in Egypt. Egypt. Yeah, I got you. Every other transition was phenomenal. The fight scene transitions, you knocked out Mr. Knight and here come Moon Knight coming back. Oh my God, that was badass. And Mr. Knight's fight scene. I like that one mm-hmm. um, versus the earlier stuff that Moon Knight even did. Because when Moon Knight was hang gliding on the jackal and stabbed him on top of the roof, that really didn't impress me. Mm-hmm. The aerodynamics of a jackal wasn't. <laughs> I can't see you just gliding on the jackal. But right. it has been confirmed that he can fly. Apparently so. Uh, so that's. I, I just really, think they just needed more flight heroes because you know where that had, fact. Yes, but I guess because it's 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 a demi god type of avatar sort yeah. of thing. I guess I've never seen them fly in the comics. Never seen them fly in the comics. But I'm thinking long term. You know how we had in game and we have these actions coming together. They're gonna need more in the air on the ground because you right. can't see everybody but he will stand out wearing all white so he will absolutely have something to do <laughs> just, he's, he's not he's not the guy he's and maybe that's the point though maybe there's a higher ranking arch for heroes in you know this guy's gonna make sure it gets done like captain america or he's gonna die fighting but if i had to bake on moon knight saving the day I <laughs> don't know if he's going to. I, I better do it myself. <laughs> he, he might not make it. And and it's and maybe that's the idea, but super spider, maybe uh maybe you have something that you can say that could change my mind about Moon Knight being super. I mean you know? just for, like you said it feel it felt rushed at the end. Yeah, it, it definitely felt rushed. One of the one of the scenes that definitely just was completely out of place was they're in the the tomb of the gods or whatever and Harrow's raising Amit and Layla is slinking around the back trying to understand exactly what's going on. She's trying to free Khonshu. Uh she's gotten a message by Towerat, which one of the highlights of that episode was Tower Rat speaking through the dead bodies, like the dudes just laid out on the ground, just like, awesome. oh, just talking awesome. through them. Incredible. Absolutely amazing. Uh, great. Uh, the scenes were framed amazingly. It was awesome. Um, but by the time she got into the tomb, and the guy who was the avatar for Osiris, it's like all of a sudden he got attacked, got hurt some kind of way. Like, Layla was talking to him and she was trying to, he was explaining to her, like, if you trap Amit in her avatar, then she's like human because she's inside the avatar or whatever. And we got no explanation or we didn't see exactly whatever fight broke out between the other gods and Amit. Like we saw and even with, because I know we were talking about the CGI and how it's kind of dodgy in some places, like the, the fight scenes between Khonshu and Amit were awesome. Like Khonshu kind of just doing like his, his, his shadow jutsu and like flying all over the place and shit. Like I would not have thought that Khonshu as Khonshu would get into a fight. 
Like, I would have never thought that in this series I would have saw him actually try to throw hands. But he was actually, right. like, trying to fight Ahmed, which I thought was very impressive. And it was it was choreographed like well. And it's just like, why didn't we get more of this? Like, I understand that there was not another god to fight throughout the series, but you gave no inclination that that Kanchu was, like, at any point in time willing to actually do any fighting for himself because he was always, like, trying to do things through Mark. And from what we saw, like, he couldn't impact the, the human world. Like, in episode two, three, or whatever it was, when... Steven got captured by Harrow and they went to the commune or whatever. And Kanchu was like, give Mark the body. He was like throwing a temper tantrum and kicking over trash cans and shit. And Harrow was like, that's all he can do is just make win. So don't pay any mind to him. But now he can, he can fight a God. Apparently there's another God that's taking place or has a form in the human world. He can fight a God, but it, it was just uh, like it was just all jumbled together. Things were rushed. We had, even though Layla looked amazing as a Scarlet Scarab, and but she was like very firm. But like to your point, to where Layla didn't need saving, Kanji was like, "Will you be my avatar?" She's like, "No, no, I'm not gonna fight for you." Like I've seen all the shit that you have put Mark through. No, I'm not gonna. Fight. Right. No, it was like. No. And, and Mark was so worried that Kanchu was going to make Layla his avatar and then Layla was going to have to suffer. But Kanchu cannot just willingly and on his own volition take over someone else's body. They have to agree, which Mark had to do, which we saw Mark had to agree because when he was laying there, he was dying. Kanchu had to ask him twice. Will you be my avatar? Do you promise to be my fist of vengeance? He asked him twice. He had to wait for Mark to willingly give consent for him to take over Mark's like spirit, his essence or whatever. And so that should you have know. been like <laughs> that should have been like What are we doing? Right. What are we doing, Mark? <laughs> and so that that should have occurred to him at some point with like Layla, he should and I say that he should know Layla better than that, but maybe he didn't know Layla at all. Like, cause like it was, it was revealed that Mark didn't have intentions to marry Layla. It's not like he fell in love with Layla, like, and had known her forever. He had went to approach her to apologize because he was sort of somewhat responsible, responsible for her father, for her father being being killed and he just never made it to that explanation and then they got into a relationship and ultimately got married but it's just you should know you, sh- you should know how this works you've been dealing with conscious been in you you should know how this works but apparently exactly. had been manipulating him to the point to where it's like oh i'm gonna take over layla you give me up i'm gonna go to layla and so he was like all right well fine i'll just you know just do what it is that you want me to do so layla doesn't get you know involved in all of this which she ends up getting involved in it anyway but and it went on adventures already. You've been dealing with Kanchu since you was a kid. You met Layla. Y'all had adventures. Clearly, you had some type of enjoyment doing that. So right. now, all of a sudden, you're just—it's like—it's like she says, "Oh my God, you're alive! Like you can't just ghost me. We know each other." And were they on adventures before her father died, or just after the father died, or? From- what the timeline the, is at least from the murky. way they yeah from the way they framed it he didn't meet her until after his fa- after her father had died because that was the sole reason that he went to approach her like I don't know if he knew her before that they they the way that they framed it made it seem like they didn't but maybe they did but you knew Kanchu since I mean well they didn't specifically say it, but the hints of Kanchu being there since he was a kid I think Kanchu may have killed his brother. And that's just me throwing that out there. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if there's a Moon Knight Season 2, but... I don't think it will be. I, I saw reports that say that Moon Knight was always framed to be a like a, a one-season thing. Like, this, this six-episode, like, they submitted, I think, for, like, daytime Emmys. They submitted Moon Knight under, like, the limited series category. And from what I read, that that would not be possible if it was supposed to have a second season, because that's not necessarily a limited series. 
So they submitted Moon Knight as a limited series. So it's that, these six episodes are it. They said that um, we've had characters like with WandaVision, WandaVision was that one single season and you had all of this amazing storytelling told in WandaVision and then you take the characters and then you put them into other properties. So I think that the initial idea for Moon Knight that they introduced Moon Knight in the show, they have this origin story to Moon Knight, not even an origin story to Moon Knight, because by the time we get to the show, Moon Knight already exists. We just get a little bit more uh, uh, peek into Mark and Steven's life. And from here on out, they're going to take Moon Knight and then drop him into other MCU properties. So like you said, the Midnight Suns, maybe Blade somewhere with, with, (laughs) don't drop him. (laughs) You keep keep Moon Knight and you keep, you keep Moon Knight away from Mahershala Ali's blade <laughs> as much as you possibly can. Do not mix them together. I know I don't want no Midnight Suns. You keep your mummy man over there. And that's not to say that the show's not good in a sense of it's a great job of talking about DID. It's a great yeah. depiction of that. It's a great depiction of Egyptian culture. That. They they talk about culture. Egyptian deities. They explain a lot more. They they really did a a great job how, of explaining how, how this show enhanced our MCU experience. There you go. That's a super qualification for me. Right. How did this show enhance our MCU experience? I don't think it enhanced anything for me if Moon Knight wasn't there or if he came at a later time. If he came at a later time, I probably would care more. Yeah, but I think that's what's going on. There's a lot going on for me, and I'm wanting to know what's going on with the lot that's going on already. Right. I think you and I talked about this many times. We're we're expanding at a massive rate because we have to deal with the threat that's coming, and it's going to be all hands on deck to take down this threat. I think this threat's going to be King the Conqueror, and I think we're going to see a whole lot of heroes get slaughtered before mm. things get better. I think there's going to be a multiversal war. Uh, same like Miss Menace has talked to us about. We're going to see that play out because he who remains is gone. And then you have little sneaky little sub-villains in there like Mephisto and all these other nightmare creatures and go to God Busher that's going to come up and throw a love and thunder that's mm-hmm. just going to mm-hmm. expand some things. But I don't think there's anything in Moon Knight that's watched the complete series that I'm taking away from this that has expanded my MCU experience. No, and I agree. Because out of all of (laughs) out of all of the all of the series that we've had so far on Disney Plus, they've all had some bigger connection to the MCU. Obviously WandaVision Directly tied to the MCU, but you also had cameos yeah, from. Oh, it was post post snap. Yeah, right. she was dealing with grief. And you've also had other characters that cameoed in the series from other MCU properties. Same way with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Same way with Hawkeye. Same way with uh, what if, right? And same way with Loki as well. Um, but Moon Knight. The only references that they really made to the MCU as a whole was talking about the GRC. There was that advertisement on the side of the bus. There were very little references to the MCU as a whole. And so, like you said, there's really no advancement to the in the overarching MCU storyline. So you could literally take this and you could put this anywhere else as a story in and of itself, like Moon Knight could technically be a story outside of the MCU and it would not make a difference. So what, what, why should we, why should we care? Right. Why do we, why do we need it right now? Why should we care? Like what impact will this have on everything else? Because it seemed like at the end of episode six, Mark and Steven came to the agreement. Like they didn't want to have to deal with Kanchu. They didn't want to be avatars of Kanchu anymore. So, and of course, Kanchu being a dick, he's like, "Well, I got Jake, so yeah, right. I could leave." And when he goes, he still it's the same, same body. How was this? How is it? Because the whole backspider said, "How you feel?" Because <laughs> I was under the impression because they had been hinting 
so many times that there's a third altar, there's somebody else who's hyper violent, who's very extreme into making sure that the body is protected. So when the other two are at odds and don't want to do this, Steven doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want to be violent. Mark's arguing with Steven, like, let me just do what I need to do. When they can't come to agreement, Jake takes over. Like, fuck y'all. I'm going to do what needs to be done. The, they black out, wake back up. I didn't do this. Did you do this? No, I didn't do it. They know they had to have some idea that there's another altar within right. that psyche. And they didn't address it. And they never addressed it. It was just hinted at over and over and over and over again. And I thought, I thought that at some point in episode six, even though it was already jam-packed with a bunch of other bullshit and it got so rushed, I thought that at some point in episode six, we were going to get confirmation that Jake Lockley exists and Jake Lockley comes out and he does something. I mean, he did something. He fucked everybody up when they were fighting Harrow because they were <laughs> they were about to get their ass kicked. And Jake Lockley said, fuck this. I'm not taking the back seat anymore. Fucking killed everybody. Put Harrow on his ass. But they still never addressed the fact that this was the third altar until but the why? fucking post credit. I don't I I cannot explain because... why. Because, as you clearly seen, and I've actually stated this, they made a pincushion out of Moon Knight. Uh-huh. Jake was still there then. He's, Moon Knight's not going to die, so it's not like a situation that he was ever really in danger. Right. And Moon Knight already is known to be violent. So what, Moon Knight only deals with the mythical creatures? And Mr. Knight deal with the human creatures? And then Jake is there to get extreme? Pop your new Moon Knight drink, get extreme. <laughs> Moon Knight Jay energy. Wiley extreme. <laughs> get energized by the full now. moon. Moon Knight energy. <laughs> get the Kachu blend. <laughs> <laughs> what are we? What are we doing? Like I don't, I don't understand know. this. Don't like, don't get me wrong. Moon Knight character in the comics, great. Yeah. In addition to the MCU, he's not to be compared to the show. The show has a lot of many strong suits, as as many strong suits as they have for me. Again, just all things super. Frankie, Mr. VIP Frankie Washington, have the opinion that uh, he is super in the comics. Somewhere along the line of bringing them into the MCU, the transitions which is pretty amazing mm-hmm. in the show has not been an amazing transition no. into the MCU. Um, is that a director's choice? Could this story have been done any better? That's the question that I'm asking you, Spider. I think that the story could have been done better. Um, like uh, we were talking about uh, the directors uh, from the previous episodes. We had a same director uh, for one, three, five, and six, and then we had a different director for two and four. Going into, I would say going into episodes five and six, there were a lot of issues with the story as to what was happening. We got excellent parts of this story. So the, the, the mystery behind the differentiation between Mark and Steven was great. Having Arthur Harrow being this sort of cult leader, uh, who was this extremist. He had his motivation. He wanted to release Ahmed because he knew that the only way that people, that humanity can be saved is in for the people who are what they felt what well, what they felt was inherently evil to be judged, to be destroyed. Understood that motivation, right? Yeah, but when Ahmed got here, she immediately went against the whole morals of what the hell she was supposed to do. For one, for one person, for for Harrow, uh, and the 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 way she explained it is that you've already proven your loyalty to me. So the reason that I won't take you, even though I can tell that you your scales are unbalanced and that you're not a good person, was that because it would benefit me as a god, which was why she had got banished in the first place because she was taking it upon herself to cast this judgment upon everybody from just basically 
I'm not even going to wait until you die to weigh your scales. I'm going to weigh your scales while you live, and I'm going to preemptively judge you for what you could do in the future. But she saw that oh, I know... Minority report. Yeah, it was just basically just straight up minority <laughs> report bullshit. But she saw Harold, and she was like, I know that... Because even he said, I felt that I thought that me resurrecting you would absolve me from my past sins, or absolve me from the sins that I'm going to commit in the future. And she was, she was like, no, they're not. But I can see that you're dedicated to the cause. And so you can be of use to me. Shout out to him because he was like ready to go. Was like, yeah, he was I like, accept I, no I accept the scales, what, however they may tip, whether they tip in my favor or not, I'm ready to die. And so I think that's what really gave her that that inkling that okay so i i can tell that you're admitted you committed to the cause so i'm going to use you uh for my bidding or whatever but no you're right because it goes against everything that because if she's supposed to be if her whole thing is that i'm going to judge people i'm you're going to you know be judged your soul is going to be sent to do what if you are not pure of heart regardless of who you are regardless of what you do she immediately came out and she was like, okay, well, since you're of use to me, I'm not going to take your soul. And that was it. Because she, you're of use to me. Didn't she give him, didn't she give him some of her essence or some of her power? Yeah, she gave him some extra power. It was like, they, where the fuck did that go? <laughs> it went into the staff because the staff was originally, it was the two crocodile heads pointing into the opposite directions. And okay. basically it was supposed to symbolize balance. Because you, okay. he put the staff in his hands and it like it tells whether or not the person was good or whether the person was, you know, uh, uh, going to commit some type of evil. And so when she gave him the extra power, it was just one head turned into an axe blade and then the other head was a crocodile. So it was basically like we're done judging people based on balance. Now we're going to be executioner. So it's like now we're just going to take people like we're just taking souls. And I, that's what I got from it. It was like, fuck the balance. I'm going to look at you. Like, if you have any type of evil in your heart, judged, executed, your soul's gone. And the thing so I didn't understand didn't... was all of his, like, little other people that were in his cult and everything. First of all, I realized that Man. they all had tattoos. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're minions. I realized that they all had <laughs> tattoos and everything, but I didn't realize right. that they could judge people and take their souls as well, because they just ran out to the streets, started grabbing people's wrists, and, and souls were just being sucked out. So when did they get the power to judge people? When they, when they got the tattoos. <laughs> so why weren't they doing that in the beginning? Why weren't they doing that the whole time? I think Ivan gave it to him, but at the no, same maybe. time, maybe I don't know. At, at the same time, what did you give Harold? Because he he didn't get nothing. <laughs> he got a fancy new stick. He already had a stick. I mean, he he was going toe to toe with Moon Knight, so I guess he did. Because up to that point, he had not like physically involved himself in any fights. Like he shot. So Mark. how do we know that he couldn't? We don't know that he couldn't. We don't. But apparently, he, he even if he could, he didn't make it known that he was willing to. Now he's willing to actually get into a fight, and so he was kicking Mark. He was kicking Moon Knight's ass with his glass-filled sandals. Right now, at some point, all the glass should have came out had of the sandals. At some point, I mean, I understand. Did this happen in like two days or a week? Because I don't know. I just, I just know how gravity works, and if you keep walking, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying you're not gonna have some glass in there, but you're but gonna have for the less most part. glass. Yeah, you're gonna have less glass. It wasn't, it wasn't a closed shoe; it was sandals. So at some point in time, he should have been all out. During, during, like while we didn't see him, he was just like, "All right, everybody, time out. I gotta go crush another glass and go refill my, refill my shoes." Hey. But they made it a point of contention because when he was in the mine, all of a sudden he's like, why are my feet bleeding? And it's like, where are we going with this story? Like, what do you want us to take away from this? And I understand by leaving it ambiguous and you want to say, is it in his mind? Because he woke up in his bed, but it's not in his mind because we checked out Harold from the hospital and Jay killed him. Like, what, where do you want the audience at the end yeah. of this? 
what are we supposed to walk away with? Should we think that Jake is in the hospital and is in his mind? Is Moon Knight real? Is Harold really dead? Like, if this was a thing to do to the audience, what is the takeaway? Because right now we're feeling like, what did we watch and why did we watch it? Right. Besides it being Marvel. Yeah. And, I'm a and, Marvel guy. Yeah. And it's like, we, we, and I, that's, that's the, that's the basis of this show. Like, we love, all things super. That's the reason why we create this show. We love all things super, but we are not beyond calling out when stuff that they do don't make sense. We're we're not uh, we're not so blind to it. It's like, oh, it was great show, Moon Knight, great show. No, yeah, <laughs> go to those other channels for yeah, that. Go to those want, other channels that put the makeup all over the show and just like, yeah, this is the best thing ever. If you want somebody that is just gonna blindly support the superhero genre, you can go to another show. We're gonna call out the criticisms. We're gonna call out when things don't make sense. And Moon Knight did not make sense. This last episode. I'm, I'm, I'm balanced. I'm balanced. I'm balanced because um, I'm saying what's good, which mm-hmm. is some great action scenes, some great CGI, some well, it was spotty in some areas, but yeah. I understand how budget works, and some great acting. It was a, it was a decent story. Then the beats were there. I felt the sadness when it was time to feel the sadness, mm-hmm. but overall, there was just a, a question mark on this show, and it wasn't in a crescent moon. <laughs> it was across the whole purpose of the show like right. what are we doing a lot of these beats that we're doing we're doing them again to try to double back and question the beats that we just saw and then we're going to take that and we're going to turn it and we're going to throw it in the reflection and we're going to flip it and it's a rubik's cube <laughs> and let's go over there because right. now there are two fish in the tank instead of one fish in the tank why aren't there sense. three fish in the tank why aren't there six fish in the tank are the fish supposed to represent the personalities like why are we back home tying ourselves up again if we already came to the conclusion that we're working together now like all valid questions all valid questions and we don't have answer to it and i don't think we're we're gonna get answers to it exactly we're not gonna get answers to it so fuck you marvel (laughs) (laughs) fuck you you for making me sit through this because i'll fuck you for making me feel this way about a guy and then botching the ending because again like you said spider if we would have took this same story and maybe made it more condensed as far as the storytelling, but actually extending the amount of time to tell a story. Maybe not 10 episodes, maybe not 12 episodes, but like we were saying, eight maybe is a magic number to be able to get enough story dialogue in with enough action and enough suspense and enough stakes on the line that we can actually feel something for this character. Yeah. And that didn't happen. No, no, not at all. Stop giving us filler, Marvel. You're giving us filler to the next movie. Or at least yeah. make the filler good. But no, here's the thing. Loki storyline plays into the MCU. Yeah. And I wanted to touch this because you said something like this earlier. You're just like saying this is a standalone and it can be placed anywhere. I don't want them to say that we can't make standalones, or they can't, sorry. Right. They can't make standalone properties. No, no, no not at all. Kind of we just have to do a better job at it. Right. Yeah. No, and I agree. 100%. I, I'm it's, sorry. <laughs> it's, there's like, yeah, to, to your point, there's nothing wrong with creating a standalone MCU property. We can have a story, which the rumors were before Moon Knight even came out, that this was going to be a standalone property. Right? And I so, think it was standalone. Yeah. And so it didn't have to have any ties to anything else in the MCU. We just know that this is a superhero character that happens to exist in this universe. Outside, and I'm going to say outside of the Eternals, there have not been any type of superhero activity that took place in the UK, in the London area. And I did read an article that there was supposed to be an Eternals cameo in Moon Knight that eventually got scrapped. Which, honestly, I'm kind of glad that they didn't put an Eternals cameo in it, because that would have just, like, begged more questions, and it would have, it would have, it would have caught, it would have created more questions than answers. So I'm glad that they scrapped that. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm glad that they scrapped an Eternals cameo, because I don't see how that could have fit. But, 
having a standalone property, something that is separate from the MCU, it's connected but separate. Connected in the sense that it happens in the same universe, but separate as it's not connected to any prior storyline that's already created. That's fine. We can do that. That's no problem. But like you said, make it a good story. Make it something that we can understand. Make it something that we can follow. Don't just can pack everything in the end of it and be like done like we we did great, it great great story and execution yeah and i think that's a great assessment of this hero i agree with that again moon knight character complex very complex oh, very complicated character very complicated, and I, and I commend thee for taking on the assignment of trying to make it as great as it is, because they, they do have great points. I'm not shitting on the whole series. There are some great story beats and takeaways from it, but again, as, about, as many as they are great, they are equally amount, if not more, that is actually taken away from the story. I think it probably was rushed, and it definitely felt rushed at the end with the episode that we got. And right. you just, by Marvel being Marvel, you expect better. And I think so, that's what it is. You, you're expecting them not to make these, these errors and these mistakes because they're so attention to detail. Right. Details us in the MCU and you want your, your Disney Plus shows to have that same scrutiny because... Some shows they do. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they got all the way down to the detail of the effects that the shield was having on how it was bouncing off of the wood and cutting through the air. And it's just like, wow, that's a level of detail that you wouldn't think that would go into it. You see Spider-Man, when when you see him come out the suit, how his clothes underneath was wrinkled, even though the Tom Tom Harley decision is like... It makes sense. It makes sense, right? Because you got a, a nano mech suit and it's crinkling everything up when it's like on top of you. And so, yeah, naturally when it comes out, everything's going to be wrinkled. So here's, here's my question to you. So with Moon Knight, there has been, because Moon Knight went heavily into, or the Moon Knight character di- dives heavily into uh into DID which i feel like the show did a a a very serviceable explanation as to DID uh how, how it affects people how different alters manifest where we have a six episode show when we also have another marvel character i won't say an MCU character but another marvel character in Deadpool who deals with different personality disorders because obviously you know something is you know affecting deadpool to where he can he's a character who can see outside of his reality right he in the comics he talks to himself he has conversations with himself he can talk through the fourth wall to the audience so we know that he's not just a person who is just uh, of a sound mind, right? But we could have a Deadpool movie, not even counting Deadpool 2, just the original Deadpool movie. Two hours, two hours or so, however many minutes. We could get a full comprehensive story into understanding who Deadpool is, his persona. We get a love story. We get a revenge story. We get action scenes. And yes, I do know it's a movie versus a TV show, but what is it that Deadpool did right that Moon Knight did wrong? And why weren't the two on like an equal level? Because Deadpool was a great movie. Deadpool was an absolute phenomenal movie. It did. It serviced the character very well. But for Moon Knight as a show where it seems like they had more time to look into the character, why wasn't it, you know, maybe not just as good, but why wasn't it, you know, 
like at least approaching that level because i feel moon knight moon knight did in my opinion it did a great service to and as we mentioned before shining some light on did uh, uh exposing more people to the disorder and just the the kind of the ins and outs of it and just having people understand it a little bit more i feel like we understood mark a little bit better we understood steven a little bit better but as for the character of moon knight the anti-hero moon knight which the show was supposed to be about <laughs> why was that the weakest part because mark was great Steven was great. The transition between Mark and Steven was great. Layla was great. Arthur Harrow was great. Towerette was great. Why is it that Moon Knight was the worst part of the Moon Knight show? That's 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 what I'm trying to understand. I'm gonna go even further and say Ahmed was great. Because I was Ahmed came out swinging in great character design, great voice acting, great action scenes with Amit. Amit came out one episode. Amit was like the star of episode six. Between Amit, I would say between Amit and Layla. Between Amit and Layla, the stars of episode six. But why was it that one episode better than Moon Knight? Better than the character Moon Knight? Because he's not not super, that's why. (laughs) Amit came out and just, I was wondering since the beginning of this show, if we were going to see Ahmed, I was wondering how are we going to merge a crocodile head, the hind legs of a hippo, and the front legs of whatever it is. I think a lion. And yes. So my thought process was how they go do that? They did that. They did it. That CGI looks incredible all the way down to the alligator eyes. You got a full crocodile beak. It didn't look crazy when she was talking mm-hmm. they did that the cgi was great i i appreciate like you said the big country fight we're swinging remind me a lot of um <laughs> what's the uh attack of the titan attack on titan oh um, yeah how you had these big yeah i would have loved to give him that because he did <laughs> you know it's other stuff that just it annoys you because it takes you out of the story right and it looked like Kanchu was winning. You know, he had his little crescent moon staff all under the neck. And it was yeah. like, all right, Kanchu. And then when she said, Kanchu, time has not been kind to you. And I was thinking about it. You think Kanchu actually had, like, skin and hair and... I would think so, because when Kanchu got imprisoned in his Apshapti, you could see, like... He had like a, a a face with the bird bee. features. Yeah, he had bird yeah. features, but Kanchu as a a deity or whatever they want to call that when he like manifests himself, he's a skeleton. He's he's a mummy, and so it's like, why is it that Kanchu's looking like the undead, where Amit? He needs more travelers of the night. <laughs> maybe i don't know because you look at Ahmed, you look at Towerette, they are uh, a full. manifestation of their full animal features so why was Kanchu not like a, a feathered bird he was just a bird skull i don't know I, I i honestly don't know there's there's no explanation i know in the comics in the comics Kanchu is that's the way Kanchu is he's a he's a bird skeleton in mummified wrappings but there, there's no explanation as to why Kanchu is of the undead, but Powerat, who ferries yeah. the un, ferries the dead to the next plane of existence, why is she not a, a hippo skeleton? Why is Amit not a alligator skeleton? I don't know. I would appreciate if they would have took that route, honestly. And we have right. got the battle of the gods, and you're going to have to find a guy that's going to be your avatar to fight this battle, and then you find this guy, and then you use him, and then you broke his brain, and then now he has to move on. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> let, me, uh, let me ask you a question. 
when there was the big, I'll call it the kaiju fight because it looked like Pacific Rim with the, the huge monsters God, fighting yeah, right. around the pyramids yes. of, of Egypt. So when it was the big kaiju fight between Ahmed and Khonshu, and then you had Moon Knight or Moon Knight slash Mr. Knight fighting Harrow in human form. When Layla yeah, when they turned that pyramid sideways and had them run towards each other, that that, that was, was a, epic. Yeah, that was a nice shot. But when Layla joined the fight, Layla as being Towerette's avatar, did you expect Towerette to show up and start fighting Ahmed as well in the big kaiju fight? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, I well, I guess that was only me then. I, I, well, I didn't expect her to have an avatar in a fight at all. The way she fairies in the dead from um, mm-hmm. the living realm to like the soul of reeds, I just thought that's just where she decided to stay. That makes um, sense. Even even though I know that she's aware of Ahmed sucking up souls because she brought it to Mark's attention, like, oh, she just she yeah, like a lot of souls, the, the lot of souls out. like prematurely. But there was there was there was nothing that was like. In that scene that made me think there's a call to arms that I need to go do something about. It's like, oh, look at that. That's not right. That's, uh, they're going to be mad about that. And (laughs) that's all I, you know, it's kind of like when you see somebody else coming to work late and you know you're on time, like, ooh, they're going to get in trouble. (laughs) Let me keep doing my work, though, because I can't afford to, uh, you're right. No, I just thought that. Did you feel like you wanted to pop in and, not that I wanted her to pop sucks. in. I just thought that because it was basically the fight of the it was the the fight of the gods, and that while the gods were fighting, the avatars were fighting, and it seemed like, however, the fight between the avatars were folding. That's the way that the fight of the gods were folding because uh, Mark started getting upper hand on Harrow, then Conchie started getting upper hand on Amit. Harrow started getting upper hand on Mark. Ahmed started getting up her hand on Kanchu, and then Layla joined into the fight. And I thought, okay, well, Layla's now an avatar of Towerette. So I thought that Towerette was going to kind of jump in. It was going to be like a two on one handicap match. So that's what I I thought that that's where they were going with it. But no, what you're saying, it, it makes sense. Towerette, her responsibility is ferrying the dead. So it would make sense that she wouldn't join the fight. Why even have an avatar in the fight? I'm doubling down on what you're saying. Like, why would you even be involved if you're not going to be involved? What? That's what I'm telling you. The show's not sober. It has so many unanswered questions. Like, where are we going? What are we doing? So, why was it? Because the whole thing was that Khonshu couldn't defeat Ahmed by himself. He needed the Avatar. So, he needed Mark to come back. Mark was coming back anyway. So why did... How did he Mark to come back? Because Mark didn't do anything versus Ahmed. Well, Mark didn't do anything... he didn't stop Harrow. He did... Well, Jake eventually stopped Harrow as... I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, the whole thing about it was like, why did Layla need to become Towerette's avatar? Like, what... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. To give her something to do. That's essentially what it was. To give her something to do. So, we, we've <laughs> talked about this at length. So, the, the question boils down to Moon Knight as a show. The show Moon Knight on Disney Plus is Moon Knight Super. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no. The motherfucker didn't even save the day, Spider. He, he got shot. He died. He had a mind trip to work it out, finally worked it out, came back, and still lost. Like, you can't root. Listen, no. Just no. Just, just no. Fuck you, Marvel. Fuck you for making me. Like, come on. Y'all better than that. Now, well, I will say this about Marvel. Mm-hmm. They're great from learning from their mistakes. I'm pretty certain if we're lucky enough to get another iteration of Moon Knight, they'll take into all the consideration of what they did right and what they did wrong. Our next time we see Moon Knight, if he's in the Midnight Suns or not, I'm pretty sure he'll be better than what he is now. Um, but as far as the execution initially, 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, come on, man. And it's it's their own fault though. Yeah. Because they ha- they have risen the bar so high that you expect more. Yeah. And the, it just the Moon Knight just didn't rise to the occasion. But you never know. I don't know. There's nothing to do with Oscar Isaac. He is he's no, no. I would say I, that I loved him in this more than Star Wars and yeah. more than almost everything else that I've ever seen him in. I mean, because he's... well, I mean, in Star Wars specifically, he was sort of a side character to to Ray and Finn and you know all of that other stuff that was going on. And so this showcase, I feel like this showcase Oscar Isaac's range as an actor right because not only and i mean say what you will about his british accent or whatever you know whether it was accurate or accurate or as to me as an american who's not around a a lot of british people on a regular basic basis european european people (laughs) even european people on on a regular (laughs) basis um, I thought his accent, I thought his accent was fine. You know, someone from, from Liverpool or someone from London, someone from Wales, you know, they might it's say insulted. that. <laughs> they, they are, are insulted. <laughs> they are immediately, they are immediately offended by the accent. <laughs> but like I said, me as an American who does not have a lot of experience with European people, I thought the accent was fine. Um, you're but... a bloody wanker. You're a bloody wanker. <laughs> That's why you're a wanker. But. Oscar Isaac as an actor, I thought he played his role as Mark and Steven and Jake. Jake is... <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll remove Jake from the conversation because Jake... He's been there all along, but the fact that they only decided to acknowledge him for all of... 30 seconds at the end of the series. So we'll put Jake no to the side they both a know bit. that he's there. You got Steven out of the, co- out of the sarcophagus. Mm-hmm. You know that Mark was in the sarcophagus at one point in time, or maybe he wasn't, but he knows Steven was there. Steven knew he was in the sarcophagus. You see the other sarcophagus going crazy. Right. In consideration to get the guy out or get whoever's out just to see what's, who's in it doesn't right. come across. All these people get murdered. You keep saying, it's not me, it's not me, it's not me, it's not me. You still won't question the idea of who it's going to be, and then for you to make the big reveal at the end, these reveals not only reveal at the end, but at horrible. the very end, at the extreme every reveal end. So one, it made no sense as to why they revealed Jake so late in the series. Secondly, to me, it didn't make any sense that Jake was only speaking Spanish. Which, why? <laughs> because yes, you, that's yes, we we can we can visibly see that Oscar Isaac of is of Spanish descent, but the character of Mark Spector, I don't believe, is of any Spanish descent. So I was he that was an American mercenary? I thought he was as well. But is that just a nod to Oscar Isaac as the actor to give Jake like this distinct personality? Oh, aside from. Mark is American, Stevens British, Jake is Hispanic, so he's speaking in Spanish. But Jake wasn't speaking Spanish when uh, he was in when the he was hospital. talking to Harrow in, a, in an asylum. No, he wasn't. So I don't. So know. maybe that wasn't even Jake. Fuck you, movie. I just <laughs> fuck you, TV show. That's how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? You're not. I don't not, know. Super, I don't super know. fucking annoying. That's what the fuck it is. Super super fucking annoying. Fuck, man. And with that being said, (laughs) feel free to leave your comments in the comment section. I'm ready for it. We can have this conversation all day. Shit just needs to make sense, and the shit don't make sense. There's ways that you can tell a story and choreograph everything that you want to say. They did the best with what they had, and I appreciate the contribution to the the TV and cinematic uh, experience. But I do not feel like I am better for watching this or heightened from watching this or if mm-hmm. I gained anything from watching this. It's just a complete... I don't want to say it's a waste of time because they have some great parts in it. Yeah. It's overall as a whole, I think it could have been reworked better. So if you disagree, 
Bring it. <laughs> bring it. I'm ready. Bring it. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. If you like the video, go ahead and click the like button. Subscribe to the channels. Click the bell. To just say the, the kiss the Marvel Cinematic Universe ass show. You get real <laughs> conversations. You get real opinions. And you're going to get the fact of is it super or not. Okay, I'm finished. <laughs> if you want to follow us, Check your podcast streaming services, search for all things super, or you can tweet at us <laughs> at AT Super Pod. We'll be back next week. I don't know. Let us know if y'all want some shirts. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know if you want some merch. We can release the merch so you can get an ATS shirt. Uh, but we'll be back next week. I don't know what we're doing next week. We gotta uh figure that out. What, what are you talking about? We, Doctor we've talked of, we, Doctor Strange is already out. Moon Knight is done, Doctor Strange is done. You know what? Oh, we supposed to do our, uh, our, our, uh, you know what I'm saying? Why you let me struggle with it? The fan choice, to... uh, pick the episode, uh, they pick the uh, next uh, episode. Uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Whatever shows you guys want us to evaluate and see if it's super drop a hashtag name of that movie TV show. Uh, we still have a Harley Quinn to do and we can do young justice. Side note, Young Justice is killing it. Young Justice is killing it. Uh, as soon as it wrapped, I was like, where's the next season? Cause Wait, so I it's wrapped? Like I said, I, oh, like I, I told you, but I, I'm, I, I I'm behind a couple episodes. No, that's what I was saying, because I, I know I told you I'm behind a couple episodes, so I didn't know that it was wrapped for this season. But uh, between, between Young Justice, Guardians of the Galaxy on Disney Plus and the throwback of Batman and the Brave and the Bold. I'm just, I've been having a super time. <laughs> right. Like everything I've been watching is super. <laughs> so we may be visiting one of those properties in the next episode. But if you want to find out what we're going to talk about, you have to stay tuned. Join us. Hit the thumbs up. Like a little challenge. Hit it! Hit it now! Hit it! <laughs> okay. But well, join us on the next episode. But until then, thank you all for joining us. Take care, and we'll see you in the next one.